This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 64 degrees at 6.04. The forecast for today, mostly sunny. 60% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms and a high in the low 80s. Well, the federal government's count of the coronavirus dead in New York has 1,100 more victims than the tally publicized by the administration of Governor Andrew Cuomo, which has stuck with a far more conservative approach to counting the COVID-19 fatalities. The discrepancy in death counts has continued to widen this year, according to an Associated Press review. New York State's officials' death count is 43,018, with six deaths reported yesterday on the governor's official news website. But the state has provided the federal government with data showing roughly 54,000 people have died with COVID-19 as a cause or contributing factor listed on their death certificate. Experts say differing death tolls fuels public distrust in the nation's pandemic response. Governor Andrew Cuomo says four COVID max vaccination sites in the state are closing after administering their last shots on July 19th. They are in Niagara Falls, Plattsburgh, Utica, and Jones Beach. The Democrat says the state is continuing to downscale operations as progress is being made in fighting the pandemic and attention shifts to localized vaccination efforts. The Binghamton University site in Johnson City is still offering Johnson and Johnson shots for walk-ins. The Shenango County Health Department is giving the J&J shot today between 3 and 6 p.m. before bike night at Siebers Tavern. And tomorrow, the Pfizer shot will be available from 4 to 6 at the former label shopper in Norwich. The Broome County Health Department lists the following clinics. And tomorrow, a first-dose Moderna clinic will be held. That'll be at the Broome County Health Department on Front Street in Binghamton from 1 to 3 p.m. Also tomorrow, a J&J single-dose clinic will be at the Trucks on the Tracks from 5 to 7 at the Train Depot on Lewis Street in Binghamton. On the 17th, which is Saturday, a J&J single-dose clinic will be held at the Deposit Lumberjack Festival from noon until 3 p.m. Next week, on July 22nd, the first dose of Moderna will be available at the Broome County Health Department, and a clinic for the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine will be held at Ross Park Zoo on the 24th. Go to GoBroomCounty.com for information and to register. The Delaware County Health Department will hold a single-dose J&J clinic on this Saturday, July 17th, at the Bloomville Fire Department on Scotch Hill Road from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. No appointment or pre-registration is needed. WMBF First News Time 607. Richard David, who has served as mayor of the city of Binghamton for the past seven and a half years, is running for the New York State Senate. The Republican made his announcement yesterday afternoon before supporters and GOP elected officials in downtown Binghamton. David is seeking the 52nd district seat now held by fellow Republican Fred Akshar, who has announced he plans to seek the Republican nomination for Broome County Sheriff next year. The mayor will lead office at the end of this year because of Binghamton's two-term limit. The son of former New York State Senator Tom Libis, Nick Libis, said in June he was considering a run for his late father's former seat. 
A Tompkins County couple is dead after being swept under a waterfall in the West Branch Cayuga Inlet in the town of New Newfield while swimming with children on Monday. Tompkins County Sheriff's officials say 27-year-old Carissa Stone of Newfield and 29-year-old Michael Mayer of Van Etten drowned. The couple's 5-year-old child and two related 9-year-olds flagged down a motorist on Newfield Depot Road shortly after 6.30 on Monday night. The children told the driver they were swimming with the two adults and Mayer and Stone were swept under the water by the current of the stream. Deputies and first responders located Stone and Mayer and both were pronounced dead. Both deaths have been determined to be accidental. Authorities are reminding people throughout the region to stay away from waterways and especially do not swim in rivers, creeks, and streams that are swollen and running fast due to the heavy rain over the past several days. Legislative leaders in the five-person group redrawing Pennsylvania's state lawmaker district lines based on census data are hearing now the delay on the release of updated population figures may require them to move more quickly than anticipated. The state's Legislative Reapportionment Commission heard yesterday that census numbers might not be ready before the end of September. Counties need the new maps by January 24th in order to provide the requisite information to candidates and others circulating nominating petitions during a period that kicks off in fe- on February 15th. Candidates have until March 8th to submit signed nominating petitions in order to appear on next year's May 17th Pennsylvania primary ballot. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Lopke Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton Airport. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we'll start with the All Star Games. Really, the only thing that went on yesterday. American League earned its eighth consecutive All Star Game victory. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Mike Zunino hit solo homers. Xander Bogarts had two of the American League's nine hits in her 5 2 victory over the National League. The AL owns a 46-43-2 lead in the all-time series. Close, but they're still in the lead. Baseball Commissioner Rob Banford says banning or limiting defensive shifts would be an effort to restore Major League Baseball to how it was played before offense was suffocated by analytics. Speaking before the All-Star Game in Denver to the Baseball Writers Association of America, Manfred said seventh-inning doubleheaders and starting extra innings with runners on base likely will be dropped after this season. He said extending the designated hitter to the National League, it could be possible. I know they've been trying to do that for some time. Turns out Kawhi Leonard's knee injury was a lot more serious than the Los Angeles Clippers originally announced. The all-star forward underwent surgery to repair a partial tear of his right ACL. Leonard first got hurt in Game 4 of the team's second-round series against the Utah Jazz. He was held out of the last eight postseason games, including the Clippers' 4-2 loss to the Phoenix Suns in the West Finals. Speaking of which, tonight, it's Game number 4. 
Phoenix at Milwaukee. Suns up two games to one. What's going on with that? Suns, Devin Booker. We all do it to a certain extent. And, you know, anybody can do that anytime in this team. And, you know, we can understand where they're coming from. I don't think we were playing as, as hard as we could have been at that time. And, you know, that's what he communicated amongst the team. So nobody takes it personal. Nobody gets mad at somebody for, for doing anything like that. I think it just... You know, brings our team together even more. And talking about uh, the coach, and uh, you know, sometimes you need a little kick in the pants to get you re- rejuvenated and ready to go. So I'm sure the Suns will be ready to go, go tonight. I'm sure Giannis and Milwaukee will be ready to go, and they're going to try to even the series uh, right now. Like I mentioned, two to one, Phoenix Suns up uh, in the NBA Finals. Uh, what else is going on? The United States Olympic men's basketball team has avoided its first three-game losing streak within. Uh, era NBA eligible players, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal each scored 17 points, and the Americans took control from the onset, beating Argentina 108-80 to in Las Vegas. Zach Levine scoring 15 for the U.S., which lost his first two games in Las Vegas to Nigeria and Australia. It was a 15-4 USA before the game was even three and a half minutes old. The lead was as much as 17 later in the opening quarter. Now that's the kind of Team USA you want to see. Some slam dunking basketball, you know. I mean, these guys are the best players in the world. You got beat by Nigeria. What's wrong with you? Anyway, I guess the teams, though, European teams and different teams are a lot better now. The uh, basketball culture around the world is becoming more competitive. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time six fourteen. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio twelve ninety WNBF. Yeah, maybe a little patchy fog this morning. Other than that, your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly sunny today. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the low 80s. Partly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Maybe some patchy fog overnight. Mid-60s. And on Thursday, more patchy fog to start. Partly sunny. High, mid to upper 80s. Mostly sunny on Friday. There's a chance of showers and thunderstorms, highs in the upper 80s. Looks like for the weekend right now, mostly cloudy on Saturday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 80s. Partly sunny on Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 80s. We're at 64 degrees right now. This is WNBF's First News Binghamton. We get you up to date with what you may have missed. Hope you're having a great morning, and we thank you for making us a part of it, too. 64 degrees, 615. We'll check the date. This is Dan Bongino reminding you to listen weekdays, noon to 3 p. The Dan Bongino Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. News Radio 1290 WNBF. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, well, we'll go all the way back to July 14th, 1933, the first cartoon for this guy. Popeye. You see that olive? He went, yeah, right in my face. Popeye the Sailor Man. I don't know why Popeye and Bluto were fighting over that scrawny, skinny olive oil, but they were. Yes, indeed. But Uncle Popeye, we don't want any spinach. Popeye, the Sailor Man, first appeared. Nowadays, they probably would be outraged at having a, a the guy with a Popeye on there. It'd be, you know, anyway. Uh, in 1967, The Who began its first American tour by opening for Herman's Hermits. 
Imagine that. Oh, look at that guy, Peter Noon. Uh, 1972, the U.S. State Department criticized actress Jane Fonda for making anti-war radio broadcasts in Hanoi. And in 1973, the Everly Brothers broke up after Phil got angry over Don's performance and smashed his own guitar and walked off stage. Something like this. All right, anyway. Uh, 1998 or 1988, Michael Jackson launched his first British tour at Wembley Stadium in London. He rode over the crowd in a cradle suspended from a crane. 1987, musician Steve Miller got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And in 1992, actress Demi Moore appeared on the cover of Vanity Fair naked except for a suit that had been painted on. Famous folks celebrating football player turned actor Rosie Greer, Roosevelt Greer, 89 today. Actor Vincent Pastore from The Sopranos is 75. Singer-comedian Kyle Gass of Tenacious D is 61. Actress Jane Lynch from Glee, 61. Actor Jackie Earl Haley is 60. Actor Matthew Fox from Lost and Party of Five is 55. Keyboardist Ellen Reed of The Crash Test Dummies. I just saw them a couple years ago. 55. And who else? Singer Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragon is 34 today. Those are the famous people celebrating with us. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. <laughs> Remember Al Cabong? Quick Starve Gras. Remember him? Al Cabong. He used to hit people in the head with his guitar. Kabong! I don't really remember. T- I remember Quick Draw McGraw, barely. I'll do the thinning around here, Bubba Boy, and don't you forget it. That's my impersonation. Those of you who know who Quick Draw McGraw saying, yep, that's him. Okay. <laughs> so there was tornado watches last night? A tornado? I was not aware of any. Well, my wife woke me up. She was standing over me, and she said, there's a tornado watch in Newark. They're saying Newark Valley. And she said, just so that you know, I may have to wake you up in case it comes our way. So I don't know what happened after that. I didn't have any alerts or anything going off on my phone, so I don't know. Uh, I, I just know about ten at 10 o'clock when the storms were coming through, I said, okay, I'm not sleeping the rest of the night yeah. because the dog was going to be in a panic, and she was. So you were talking about the Binghamton Air Show. I, yes, I was. Okay. So I just I was in the process of typing this all up because we had a news release about some things that they wanted to clarify about the event this year, and uh, they had you mentioned the road closures. Uh, so here's the thing. And I have my own little takes on how we should run things, but nobody ever asked me. All right. The show is a drive-in event. Okay. Broome County is continuing to sell tickets for admission of entire vehicles online. The ticket is good for everyone in your vehicle. Tickets are not available for individual people. There will be no tickets sold at the gate. Once again, the tickets are at tickets.binghamtonairshow.com. It's suggested you have your ticket printed out in addition to having it as a screenshot on your phone or other mobile device. It will be scanned when you enter the showground, so have it ready so you can move things along. You will be assigned your own private viewing area, but you do not have to stay in your vehicle to watch the show. Spectators can bring a blanket, chairs, or whatever to set up in their purchased viewing area. Spectators can also wander around to visit food vendors as well as military recruiting displays. However, there will not be any static displays or display aircraft this year. 
During the show, spectators are asked to stay in their designated area. You should not move into any vacant spots since those could be filled by the stragglers as the show goes on. And you had those road closures and stuff. Now, for the people that are in their designated spots, what I wanted to do, but they didn't ask me, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> I, I thought everybody should be given a collar when they come in, and yeah. they set up like invisible fence on each. Oh, shock! <laughs> so when you, when you go over your designated area, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to stay in your car, don't you? No. Oh, you I don't have. I thought that. it was a drive-through event. It says you are assigned your own private viewing area, but you do not have to stay in your vehicle to watch the show. Oh, you've said you that can already, bring yeah. a blanket, chairs, or whatever to set up in your purchased viewing area. You can go to visit food vendors, but there's not going to be aircraft to crawl through and things like that. Right. And don't go if you say, "Hey, there's another spot over there. Let's just you know take that one too." People might be coming in late, so don't go into somebody else's spot. Good point. Good point. And so the people that are on the roads that are going to be closed, those roads will be closed Friday from two to 4, Saturday and Sunday from noon to 4.30 p.m. It's Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, uh, Knapp, Cole, Upper Stella, Ireland, West Shenango Road, Fling Road. Local traffic is going to have to find alternate routes during those closure times. So probably not a good time to go to the landfill, folks, if you're planning on it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, really. But the landfill is open weird hours anyway. Yeah, I don't think they're open in the afternoon. They may not be, but yeah, uh, if you were heading... It's usually early morning you've got to go to the landfill. Yeah. Yeah, and that would be okay as long as it's before 12 or 12.30 when they shut down the road. So, uh, yeah, I still so, think collars with the fences would be fun. <laughs> it would be fun to watch on the ground and set the stuff up in the air. As <laughs> long as they're ASPCA approved or whatever it is, you know? <laughs> Kathy. You can get out of your car. It's not the Catskill Game Farm. You just have to make sure you stay in your designated area, though. I had a deer wipe its nose on my raincoat when I was a very young child at the Catskill Game Farm. Oh, that was a fun place to go, wasn't it? I don't really remember (laughs) anything other than I was very upset that I had this brand new yellow raincoat and this deer had mud all over its nose and wiped its muddy nose on my brand new raincoat and I cried. (laughs) That's all I remember about Catskill Game Farm. All right. Well, thanks for filling us in on the road conditions, too, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Bill Flynn will be up there on Sunday, by the way, at 10 o'clock doing a live broadcast. We'll check in with Kathy in a couple minutes with local headlines. Right now, time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Working from home can make it even more of a challenge to get all the aggregate movement you need throughout the day. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. At a bare minimum, you should be getting 150 minutes, two and a half hours of moderate intensity exercise every week. Now, if you're someone who's not exercising or not exercising a lot right now, that can sound pretty daunting. But CNN contributor and fitness guru Dana Santis recently shared a great idea to help you meet that goal. Just three minutes an hour across an eight-hour workday, plus another 10 minutes of walking or stair climbing before or after work. That even affords 20 minutes of wiggle room in case any of your hours get stymied. Breaking up your exercise goals into smaller bursts not only makes them more manageable to achieve, but also, and this is important, much more likely that you're going to stick with it. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 64 degrees at 630. The forecast for today, 
Mostly sunny, a 60% chance of more afternoon showers and thunderstorms. A high today getting into the low 80s. Currently, the dew point is at 63, so we are into that humid range again today. There might be some areas of fog scattered around, mainly it looks like from our maps maybe to the east and south of Binghamton. Senate Democrats say they have reached a budget agreement envisioning spending an enormous $3.5 trillion over the coming 10 years. It would pave the way for a drive to pour federal resources into climate change, health care, and family service programs sought by President Joe Biden. The accord marks a major step in the party's push to meet Biden's goal of bolstering an economy that was ravaged by the pandemic and setting it on a course for long-term growth. But Democrats face possible objections from rival moderate and progressive factions, and they'll have to work hard to convert their plans into legislation they can push through a very closely divided Congress. The United Arab Emirates has formally opened its embassy in Israel, inaugurating its diplomatic offices in Tel Aviv. The move today comes less than a year after the two countries announced their intentions to establish open relations. The inauguration of the UAE embassy came two weeks after Israel opened its embassy in Abu Dhabi during a visit by Israel's foreign minister. And the UAE established formal diplomatic relations last year after decades of clandestine ties. The new Emirati embassy is is situated in the same tower as Israel's stock exchange in the heart of Tel Aviv's business district. WMBF First News Time 632. Broome County Emergency Services officials report no new washouts due to that heavy rain overnight, but a portion of Route 17 West near Vestal had to be shut down for about an hour earlier today after a tree came down across the road west of Exit 67. A civilian with a chainsaw helped remove the obstruction at about 3.40 this morning. At least one lane of travel was restored about 4.30 a.m. The Tioga County authorities reported numerous trees and limbs that had been down overnight, those were cleared up. New York State Electric and Gas had to work on restoring power to thousands of customers, a lot of those in the Spencer area, but also in Cortland, Shenango, and Broome counties. Earlier this morning, the utility had 2,600 customers in Tioga County without power. That number dropped substantially in the course of an hour or so to just a couple hundred. NYSEG also was working in the town of Binghamton, Vestal, and Endicott, as well as Marathon and Cincinnatus in Cortland County and Green and Shenango Forks in Shenango County. Last night's free Broom County Broom Bands Together concert had to be postponed. It's rescheduled for August 24th. The American Red Cross this week opened a shelter for flood-displaced residents. The shelter is located at the Recreation Center inside St. Mary's Complex at 152 to 156 Holly Street in Binghamton. That'll be open until further notice. A man and a woman have drowned after being swept under a waterfall in a creek in the Ithaca area while three young children at the site were with them. According to a new News release from the Tompkins County Sheriff's Office, 27-year-old Carissa Stone of Newfield and 29-year-old Michael Mayer of Van Etten were in the water of the West Branch Cayuga Inlet in Newfield Monday evening. Authorities say one person was swept under the waterfall by the water current and the other person tried to rescue the first and was swept under as well. They say the five-year-old child of the couple and two nine-year-old children related to them were at the scene and flagged down a motorist to get help. 
City of Binghamton police investigators say that man who was shot in a Binghamton neighborhood this week is expected to survive. Police received a report of a man armed with a handgun near the Saratoga Terrace apartment complex about 8 p.m. on Monday and were advised shots had been fired. Police found an injured man on Dewey Avenue. Detectives say he was taken to the hospital for treatment of three gunshot wounds. No description of a suspect has been released. Police say the parties know each other and the incident was not a random act. Anyone with information should contact detectives at 772-7080. A fast-growing sandwich chain is expanding its presence in upstate New York with plans to start operations at a southern tier site. Jersey Mike's Subs is finishing renovations at a space on Upper Front Street in the town of Shenango across from the Northgate Plaza. The site most recently was occupied by Hoopla Frozen Yogurt. Jersey Mike's Subs representative David Shanks says the shop is scheduled to open on July 28th. It will be open 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. Otherwise, the nearest Jersey Mike's is in Oneana. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Well, the All-Star Game last night. The American League did it again. They earned its eighth consecutive All-Star Game victory. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Mike Zanino hit solar, solo homers. Xander Bogarts had two of the American League's nine hits and a 5-2 victory over the National League. The AL owns a 46-43-2 lead in all-time series. Binghamton Rumble Ponies on the road last night. Game one of their six-game road trip. They lost to the curve, 6-3. Second game tonight in Altoona. Get ready for NBA action tonight. The finals, game four in Milwaukee. Phoenix up two games to one. Will Giannis and the group be ready to come back again? Chris Middleton seems to think so. I think it would be huge, you know, especially for the city of Milwaukee, you know, the African-Americans, you know, all over here. Um, we've been, you know, active the last couple of years um, in the communities trying to figure out ways to help them, how to, you know, bring their struggles to, to light um, and figure out ways to you know, and empower them and lift them up. Um, I think, you know, having the NBA Finals here is a, it's a huge boost for, you know, all of that above. All right, there you go. Hopefully Middleton will have a good game tonight. Milwaukee will need him, but sure, to take on Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the red-hot Phoenix Suns. Kawhi Leonard looks like uh, his knee injury was a lot more serious than the Clippers originally announced. The all-star forward undergone surgery to repair a partial tear of his right ACL. Leonard got his first... Uh, got first hurt, rather, in Game 4 of the team's second-round series against the Utah Jazz, held out of the last eight postseason games, including the Clippers' 4-2 to loss to the Phoenix Suns in the West's Finals. United States Olympic men's basketball team avoided its first three-game losing streak with an era NBA-eligible players. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, each scoring 17 points, and the Americans took control from the onset, beating Argentina 108-80. to Federal judge seems sympathetic to horse trainer Bob Baffert's claims that his May suspension by the New York Racing Association was unconstitutional after Kentucky Derby winner's Medina Spirit uh, failed post-race drug test. Judge Carol Bagley-Amon 
The Brooklyn hearing Monday repeatedly pressed a lawyer for the Racing Association to explain why the suspension was issued before Baffert was given a chance to defend himself. The New York Jets will have eight training camp practices open to fans this summer. Dates include two joint sessions with the Philadelphia Eagles before their preseason game. The team announced tickets for fans will be free through the team's website beginning Wednesday at 10 a.m. Club and PSL holders were able to get early access. Seven practices will be at the team's facility in Florham Park, New Jersey. All right, that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 642. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Had some weird weather over the last week or so, you know, causing lots of storms and wind. This morning, though, not too bad. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly sunny today. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the low 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy. Showers, thunderstorms, possible patchy fog after midnight, mid-60s. And Thursday, more patchy fog to wake up to. Partly sunny day, highs in the mid to upper 80s. Mostly sunny again on Friday. Showers and thunderstorms possible, upper 80s for the weekend. Mostly cloudy, showers and T-storms Saturday. Partly sunny, chance of showers and T-storms Sunday. Highs both days in the low 80s. And right now we're at 64 degrees. It's WNBS. First news, Binghamton. Good morning to you. I'm Doug Mosier. Along with Kathy White, we welcome you and uh, getting you up to date with what's going on. WNBF First News Time, 64. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning, Kathy. I couldn't figure out what you were doing. <laughs> it's, and I was a big Popeye fan. Popeye's a wimp. That's what my little kid, uh, my, my son said when he was like four years old. He's like sitting there next to me in a seat. Oh, maybe, getting... <laughs> maybe I was a fan of Popeye because my dad was in the Navy. Uh, I was in the Navy too, yeah. I, I, I don't know, you know. I liked Popeye. I thought he was pretty good. I, never I don't know if he measures up. Today is National Tape Measure Day. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong. I don't know how he did that with his pipe, though. How could he get smoke coming out of his pipe? Well, make it toot. Yeah. You know, the, the worst thing ever. What's that? Robin Williams. Oh, that Popeye movie was horrible with Shelley Duvall as Olive I knew oil. that's all I had to say. Oh, what a horrible movie that was. <laughs> I mean, I loved Robin Williams, but that was not a good role for him. You know? Did they have Sea Haggy in that? I don't know if they had the Sea Hag in there. I know they had Bluto in there, or Brutus, or whatever his name is. Sea Haggy. Remember the Goons? Yeah. Goon Island? They had the Goons, too. I don't know if they were in there either. It was one that was Jeep. The Jeep. That was the baby that kept disappearing and coming back. It was like an alien or something. Yeah, something like that. Today is National Mac and Cheese Day. I assume that's supposed to be Macaroni and Cheese Day. I love Macaroni and Cheese. Well, you know, I was going to make some. We went someplace. um, It was kind of interesting. There's a a new store that was opening, and they were testing different suppliers for cheeses. And there were some cheese curds that weren't up to their standards, and they just gave it to me. Yeah. A lot of it at 
it was a little too salty, I guess. So I was planning on rinsing these cheese curds and get some of the salt out of them and not putting any salt in the macaroni and cheese recipe and making a a bunch of macaroni and cheese out of it today. I love macaroni and cheese. Some places you can get it, they put a little kick in it. It's a little spicy and it's good. I've done that. I've been and put a little cayenne pepper in it before. But um, it's also National Nude Day, so make macaroni and cheese naked. (laughs) See how you are? Uh, uh, Pandemonium Day, too. And today is Bastille Day. Yes, it is. I I had something on uh, Associated Press about um, them celebrating today. It's also the day that uh, Phil Everly got mad and smashed his guitar over Don's head. Come on! I don't think he smashed it over his head, though, but... Uh, he smashed it on stage and left, and they broke up. Brothers. All I can think of when you say Bastille Day, though, is I think of Les Miserables. Yeah. Well, it is a French day, isn't it? Bastille yes. Day? Yes. 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 What is that where they, what do they do? How do they celebrate Bastille Day? Is it like an Independence Day or something? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's when people lost their heads. Oh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the whole let them eat cake stuff so. marie antoinette yes yeah and that's a uh, big history in tawanda pennsylvania where the french nationals there's actually a, a, a place around there that's called asylum mm-hmm. which is where the french nationals sought asylum and uh, a very big deal in in northern pennsylvania i'll remember that so happy bastille day everyone sacre iliac i don't know if that's a french word or not but it sounds french <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll check in with Kathy coming up in a couple minutes. we got to get to our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. Since their arrival almost 50 years ago, the FDA and the FCC has said that there's no link between cancer and cell phones. But now, new research from the University of California's Berkeley School of Public Health says otherwise. I'm Kim Commando with the shocking truth brought to you by Simply Safe, making people feel safe at home for the past 15 years. Go to simplysafekim.com today to get a free HD security camera. New research comes from 16 countries compiled at UC Berkeley. Holding your cell phone at your ear for more than 1,000 hours over a 10-year period increases the risk of a brain tumor by 60%. Of course, 10 years and thousands of hours sounds like heavy usage, but in reality, it averages out to just 17 minutes per day. Neither the FDA nor the FCC have commented, so my recommendations... Never hold your phone to your ear. Use the speakerphone. Do not carry your phone on your body, in your shirt pocket, or your bra. And finally, never, ever sleep with your phone. I'm Kim Commando. Here's something interesting. Internet service providers don't just make money off subscription fees. They also log your internet activity and then sell your history and data to big tech companies. So what's the best way to make sure that 100% of your data is encrypted? and that your internet provider can't get a hold of it? ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between all your devices and the internet so that everything you do online is encrypted. It reroutes your connection through a secure server, which blocks your internet provider from seeing everything that you do online. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, tablets, smart TVs, and even your router, so your entire family can always stay protected. And ExpressVPN is so simple to use. You just open up the app, Tap one button to connect, and that's it. Protect your data at expressvpn.com slash Kim and get three extra months of ExpressVPN protection for free. expressvpn.com slash Kim, 
expressvpn.com slash 211-5118 for a free consultation call now 800-211-5118 that's 800-211-5118 traffic and weather together now on news radio 1290 wnbs traffic looks good this morning your wnbf twin tiers forecast mostly sunny today Chance of afternoon showers or thunderstorms and a high in the low 80s. Partly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers, tea storms, maybe some patchy fog overnight. Mid-60s. Patchy fog to start with on Thursday. Partly sunny, high mid to upper 80s and mostly sunny on Friday. Chance of a shower or thunderstorm, upper 80s. Right now, now we're at 64 degrees. WNBF First News Binghamton coming up next hour. We'll uh, talk with Karen Sweet O'Neill from KSO Insurance Solutions and Mike Lydell from the Miller Auto team as well. So we get busy here on Wednesday. Plus, we got a chance for you to win tickets coming up uh, to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears on July 29th at Tioga Downs at 8 p.m. So Blood, Sweat, and Tears coming to town. We'll do back-in-the-day trivia. We'll give you some events that all happened in the same year. You tell us the year. We'll give you the tickets. And we'll do that coming up probably in the next hour. I'll let you know for sure as uh, we get into the next hour. But definitely this morning, a chance to win some tickets to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears, July 29th at Tioga Downs. We're going to Blood, Sweat, and Tears right up to ABC News. 64 degrees. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go round. Talking about your troubles, it's a crying sin. For news and information, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 65 degrees at 7.04. Feels very humid with a dew point at 64. Mostly sunny today. Another sticky one, a 60% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms and a high in the low 80s. The federal government's count of the coronavirus dead in New York has 1,100 more victims than the tally that is publicized by the administration of Governor Andrew Cuomo, which has stuck with a far more conservative approach to counting COVID-19 fatalities. The discrepancy in death counts has continued to widen this year, according to an Associated Press review. New York State's official death count is 43,018. That's with six deaths reported yesterday on the governor's official news website. But the state has provided the federal government with data showing roughly 54,000 people have died with COVID-19 as the cause or contributing factor listed on their death certificate. Experts say differing death tolls just continues to fuel public distrust in the nation's pandemic response. 
Governor Andrew Cuomo says four COVID mass vaccination sites in the state are closing after administering their last shots on July 19th. They are in Niagara Falls, Plattsburgh, Utica, and Jones Beach. The Democrat says the state is continuing to downscale operations as progress is being made in fighting the pandemic and attention shifts to localized vaccination efforts. The Binghamton University site in Johnson City is still offering the Janssen, Johnson & Johnson shots for walk-ins. Shenango County Health Department will be giving the J&J shot today between 3 and 6 p.m. before bike night at Seabers Tavern. And tomorrow, the Pfizer shot will be available from 4 to 6 at the former label shopper in Norwich. Now, that is the one that is approved for those 12 and older. The Broome County Health Department lists the following clinics. Tomorrow, a first-dose Moderna clinic will be held at the Broome County Health Department on Front Street in Binghamton. That's from 1 to 3 p.m. Also tomorrow, J&J single-dose clinic will be at the Trucks on the Tracks from 5 to 7 at the train depot on Lewis Street in Binghamton. Saturday, a J&J single-dose clinic will be at the Deposit Lumberjack Festival from noon until 3 p.m. Next week on July 22nd, the first dose of the Moderna will be available at the health department and a clinic for the single-dose Johnson & Johnson will be at the Ross Park Zoo on July 24th. For information on any of those shots, go to gobroomcounty.com. Now, in Delaware County, the health department is holding a single-dose J&J clinic this Saturday, July 17th, at the Bloomville Fire Department on Scotch Hill Road from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. No appointment and no registration is needed for that. WMBF First News Time 707. A Tompkins County couple is dead after being swept under a waterfall in the West Branch Cayuga Inlet in the town of Newfield while swimming with children on Monday. Tompkins County Sheriff's officials say 27-year-old Carissa Stone of Newfield and 29-year-old Michael Mayer of Van Etten drowned. The couple's 5-year-old child and two related 9-year-olds flagged down a motorist on Newfield Depot Road shortly after 6.30 Monday night. The children told the driver they were swimming with the two adults and Mayer and Stone were swept under the water by the current. Deputies and first responders located Stone and Mayer and both were pronounced dead. Both deaths have been determined to be accidental. Authorities are reminding people throughout the whole region to stay away from waterways, especially do not swim in rivers, creeks, and streams that are swollen and running fast due to the recent heavy rain. Richard David, who has served as mayor of the city of Binghamton for the past seven and a half years, is running for the New York State Senate. The Republican made that announcement yesterday. David is seeking the 52nd district seat, now held by fellow Republican Fred Akshar, who is running for sheriff of Broome County. The mayor is leaving office at the end of this year because of term limits. Now, the son of former New York State Senator Tom Lewis, Nick Lewis, said in June he was considering a run for his late father's former seat. Johnson City Police say there are no injuries to report after a car ended up ramming into a house in the village last night. Police say a vehicle was traveling on Riverside Drive at about 8 p.m. when it left the road and hit a house at 419 Riverside, causing damage to the home. Authorities had no further information about the extent of the damage to the front of the home. The incident is under investigation. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions, on News Radio 1290. WMBF. 
Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And yesterday was the All Star game, and it brought the All Stars together. And uh, once again, the American League prevailed. Eighth consecutive victory, winning 5 to 2. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Mike Zuzino, Zunino hit solo homers, and Alexander Bogarts had two of the American League's nine hits in their 5 2 victory. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says banning or limiting defensive shifts would be an effort to restore Major League Baseball to how it was played before offense was suffocated by analytics. Speaking before the All-Star Game in Denver to the Baseball Writers Association of America, Manfred said seven-inning doubleheaders, seven-inning doubleheaders, and extra innings with runners on second base likely will be dropped after this season. He said extending the designated hitter to the National League could be possible. I don't know why they haven't done that sooner, one or the other. Binghamton Rumble Ponies dropped the first game of their six-game road trip in Altoona last night, 6-3. to three. Game two against the curve tonight. Turns out Kawhi Leonard's knee injury, a lot more serious than the Los Angeles Clippers originally announced. The all-star forward has undergone surgery to repair a partial tear of his right ACL. Leonard first got hurt in Game 4 of the team's second-round series against the Utah Jazz. He was held out of the last eight postseason games, including the Clippers' 4-2 loss to the Phoenix Suns in the West Finals. Clippers continue to announce that Leonard had a knee sprain as the team competed in its playoff run. The United States Olympics men's basketball team has avoided its first game, three-game losing streak. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, each scoring 17 points. The Americans took control from the Outset beating Argentina 108 to 80. Jill Biden will attend the opening ceremony of the Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo. The White House announced the trip Tuesday, even as the city has entered a new state of emergency over a rise in coronavirus. President Joe not going. Federal judge, let's see, no, the New York Jets will have eight training camp practices open to fans this summer. Dates include two joint sessions with the Philadelphia Eagles before their preseason game. Team announced tickets for fans will be free through the team's website beginning Wednesday at 10 a.m. A club and PSL holders were able to get early access. Hard to believe that uh, preseason for football will begin in about a month. Yeah, I think the 14th is the first game. Some of them, anyway, a couple of, a couple of weeks into August, they'll start playing their preseason. And it's going to be a 17-game season this year instead of 16 games. So we'll uh, less preseason, though. So we'll see how that fares. Got to look at uh, the Giants' schedule. I think the Giants, Jets, and Bills' schedules are out there. So interesting to see how a teams match up and who they play against. You know, of course, you always have your division rivals as well, but... Anyway, that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 713. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Road conditions looking pretty good this morning. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly sunny today. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, highs in the low 80s. Partly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, maybe some patchy fog overnight, mid 60s. And for Thursday morning, could wake up to some patchy morning fog and then partly sunny highs in the mid to upper 80s. Mostly sunny Friday. Showers and thunderstorms possible upper 80s for the weekend. Mostly cloudy on Saturday. Showers and thunderstorms possible partly sunny Sunday. Showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon possible. Highs both days for the weekend will be in the low 80s. 
And we're at 64 degrees right now at WNBF First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier and Kathy White with you. Good morning. It's 7 14. Your Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon till 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton. Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Lofty Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Big. Welcome to a brand new day. Hopefully the sun will shine on us a little bit today. They're calling for a mostly sunny day. But again, those afternoon showers and thunderstorms, those pesky afternoon showers and thunderstorms may be coming back. High today, low 80s. We've had a lot of warm weather, but we've had a lot of uh, storm, stormy weather, a lot of humidity. Boy, it was really muggy and hot yesterday afternoon. You know, again, it feels like Florida a little bit. Uh, when you get that kind of weather. So, uh, yeah, and we've had uh, storms and winds and tornado watches almost every night in different spots. Uh, I guess there wasn't any yesterday, but apparently there was uh, a supposed tornado watch uh, in our area, which kind of scared me a little bit. But anyway, uh, looks good now. No tornado watch right now. We're in good shape. 65 degrees. WNBF First News Binghamton. Let's check in on Wall Street. The major stock indexes have pulled back from Monday's record highs. The Dow Jones gave up 107 points yesterday to close at 34,888. The S&P 500 slipped 15 points. The Nasdaq Composite gave up 55. Last month's 0.9% jump in the consumer price index is rippling across various markets. The news drove down Bitcoin prices by more than two and a quarter percent to just above 32,000. Some investors see cryptocurrency as a hedge against inflation. American Airlines says it expects positive cash flow in the second quarter for the first time since the start of the pandemic. The 44 million passengers on American in the second three months of 2021, five times more than in the same period last year. At the Chicago Auto Show today, Jeep will unveil its updated Compass sport utility vehicle. The 2022 model features active emergency braking and blind spot monitoring as standard features. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. Let's see. Let's take a look at uh, the Oscar nominations here. They are in, and The Crown and The Mandalorian are tied for the most nods. Nominations affect the heavy resilience of streaming by viewers during the pandemic, and most of the top-nominated scripted shows are on services that have emerged in the past two years. In the top three categories, drama, category, and limited series, believe it or not. They're uh, the only two nominations for broadcast networks, NBC Drama This Is It, This Is Us, and the other for the ABC comedy Blackish. 
The Emmy voters provided to be uh, proved to be woke when it came to their picks. Not only is there a wide-ranging mix of storytelling, there's a diverse group of actors and creators. For example, M.J. Rodriguez of, I'm going to say Pose. Not Posse, is it? No, there's not two S's. Pose. The first trans woman nominated in a lead acting character. The show also earned a Best Drama Series nod. Ted Lasso has snatched up the most nominations among comedies for this year's Emmys. Sitcom stars Jason Sadukas as an American football coach who was imported to England to handle a soccer team. Apple TV Plus series landed 20 nominations, including one for Best Comedy. Sudeikis is up for Best Lead, and six cast members were also nominated. So, uh, yeah, interesting. You know, the streaming services are starting to really get some recognition. And I'm not surprised to see that, because I think conventional cable is really starting to go away. People are throwing the box away and saying, you know, we want to stream now. And as Wi-Fi gets a little stronger and uh, technology has made it more available and more dependable, and more and more people are going that route. So, interesting. The Emmys. What are the Emmys, anyway? They had it in here somewhere. I'm sure they do. Let's see. Well, they give me the list of the nominees here. But they don't even put in... Oh, there, there, there. No, let's see. No. There's no date for the Emmys down here. How about that, huh? Well, you know, that doesn't stop me from finding out. When are the Emmys? All right. June 8th. No. <laughs> what is going on here? When are the Emmys? Oh, when can I watch the Emmys? That's more like it. Uh, Sunday, September 19th on CBS, and they stream on Paramount Plus, too, with Cedric the Entertainer as the TV's host of the Emmys. I like Cedric the Entertainer. I like that show, The Neighborhood. That's really funny. All right, so uh, now we know when the Emmys are, Sunday, September 19th. So we'll see what happens. WNBF First News Time is 724. We'll be checking in with Karen Sweet O'Neill for our KSO Insurance Solution Tip of the Week. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, uh, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3 on News Radio 1290. The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com BinghamtonAirShow.com This is Bill Flynn, 
join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Lopke Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton Airport. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Once again, we bring her in. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Doing good. How's things in your neck of the woods? Oh, they're good. Your house. I hope the sun keeps shining. <laughs> yes. I'm done with the rain. Yes, I, I am definitely done with that too. We've had a lot of humid weather, but I'm not going to complain about. The temperature, because uh, you know, you know what the alternative is, right? That's right. I'm not <laughs> complaining either. <laughs> so yesterday we talked a little bit about uh, life insurance and probably some things that we all should know about it, um, because obviously it's really important to have that. It gives you peace of mind too. So talk to us about life insurance. All right, I will. You know, there's a lot of different types of way to cover <clears throat> yourself and your family or your spouse, you know, your loved ones, in the event that uh, you leave the world here. So life insurance is one way to do that. So there's a lot of different types of life insurance, Doug, and one is permanent insurance. It's referred to, um, that's the overall name, and that's whole life insurance, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe guaranteed universal life insurance, and that sort of thing. And permanent insurance is exactly what it what it says. It's designed to take you through your whole life, okay? <clears throat> then there's term insurance. Now, term insurance, you're usually aligning your term length and time <clears throat> with the years of your life in which you have the most debt, maybe a mortgage, raising children, college tuition, and <clears throat> and so on. So... And term is exactly what it says. So what that means is once the period ends, so does the coverage. So if you have a 20-year term, that life insurance product is going to last 20 years for you. And then at the end of that term, the the, um, life insurance is gone or you convert it if you have a convertible option. Then there's a guaranteed issue. And what the heck is that, Doug? It sounds good. And it usually is for people that have very um, extensive medical concerns and uh, perhaps conditions that would, you know, would negate them getting any sort of life insurance. So with a guaranteed issue, it's a smaller um, death benefit, but there are literally no medical questions. So it's signed here, here's the premium, and your premium never goes up. And then there's hybrid life insurance policies. And those are policies that are fairly new in the last five to ten years on the market. And they are insurance products that have a life insurance chassis, perhaps with a long-term care insurance rider. So in the event that you become ill or you have an accident and you might need some uh, services, you know, nursing home, assisted living, or home care, you can tap into the into that death benefit, and so use it while you're living. So there's those are very unique policies. So um, 
Let me ask you this. Uh, would it be more advantageous for people to put together some kind of a life insurance plan, maybe pre-retirement or early on as to, I'm assuming as we get older and older and older, we kind of uh, limit our types of policies that we can get for life insurance? Well, you're absolutely right. So, the, And the younger you are when you purchase insurance, and the lower the premium's going to be because the insurance company, you know, does the... Uh, it does the numbers, and they figure that you're going to pay that premium for a greater length of time before you should ever, before they would ever need to pay out. Right. So, right. But when you're in retirement or pre-retirement, and we talked a bit about that yesterday, a lot of people just have work insurance because it's it's usually adequate and it's usually a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. But when you're retired, <clears throat> you can either convert that over to permanent. If you have that option with the company, and usually it's it's pretty expensive, or you can take a, a decreased benefit, like a lot of IBM retirees, their mm-hmm. decreased benefit when they retire was five thousand mm. dollars, and it, of course for a lot of people that in uh, families that wouldn't be enough depending on your situation. Right. So the uh, the closer you are to retirement, the quicker you should look into life insurance and also to protect a pension. So you can take your full pension if you should be so fortunate to have one, and then your spouse can receive the death benefits, you know, if you should predecease her or him, and then that way you and your spouse can use the higher pension amount throughout your life. Yeah. Makes sense. It's good to know, too. Karen, I'm sure a lot of people have questions, and there are people that maybe have a partial plan together, or they want to put a better plan, or they want to put a plan, period, together. And you as an independent life and health insurance advisor can help them. You're not bound by any particular company or policy. What's the best way to get a hold of you if they really want to set something up and consult with you? They can get a hold of us several ways, Doug. They can call us at 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance. All of our contact information will come up or simply go to a phone book. And we do still have a um, a big ad in the yellow pages under insurance. Yeah, great website too, folks. So definitely get a hold of Karen if you need to. Karen, take your umbrella with you for going out today. Oh, don't <laughs> tell me that. Oh, and I want to say quickly a, a big happy birthday to my sister, Tracy O'Hara. Happy birthday, Tracy. O'Hara. Happy birthday to you. All right. That's great. Okay, Doug. Thank you, Karen. I'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Very good. Okay, bye now. Bye. All right, Karen Sweet O'Neill, KSO Insurance Solution Tip of the Week. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 65 degrees at 734. And sorry, Karen, it's a 60% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms today, a high in the low 80s. The Biden administration is inviting United Nations racism and human rights envoys to visit the United States amid domestic debate over the treatment of minorities in America. The State Department announced late yesterday the administration would issue a standing invitation to all U.N. envoys who report on issues of race and discrimination. Global shares are mostly lower, tracking a decline on Wall Street as investors weigh the latest quarterly earnings report from big U.S. companies and new data pointing to rising inflation. Benchmarks fell in early trading in Europe while finishing down in Tokyo, Seoul, Shanghai, and Hong Kong. 
Broome County Emergency Services officials report no new washouts due to heavy rain overnight, but a portion of Route 17 West near Vestal had to be shut down for about an hour when a tree came down across the road just west of Exit 67. A civilian with a chainsaw helped to remove the obstruction that was reported about 3.40 this morning. At least one lane of travel restored about 4.30 a.m. and the rest a few minutes later. Tioga County reported numerous trees and limbs down overnight. Those had been cleared up. New York State Electric and Gas crews are still working this morning to restore power. At one time, more than a couple thousand without electricity overnight and into the morning. The American Red Cross this week opened a shelter for flood-displaced residents. That shelter is located in the Recreation Center in the St. Mary's Complex at 152 to 156 Holly Street in Binghamton. A man and a woman have drowned after being swept under a waterfall in a creek in the Ithaca area, while three young children at the site with them tried to get help. According to a news release from the Tompkins County Sheriff's Office, 27-year-old Carissa Stone of Newfield and 29-year-old Michael Mayer of Van Etten were in the water in the West Branch, Cayuga Inlet, in Newfield Monday evening. Authorities say one person was swept under the waterfall by the current and the other person tried to rescue the first and was swept under as well. They say the five-year-old child of the couple and two nine-year-old children who were also related were at the scene and flagged down someone going by to get help. City of Binghamton police investigators say the man who was shot in the Binghamton neighborhood this week is expected to survive. Police received a report of a man armed with a handgun near the Saratoga Terrace apartment complex around 8 p.m. Monday and were advised shots had been fired. Police found an injured man on Dewey Avenue. He was taken to the hospital for treatment of three gunshot wounds. No description of a suspect has been provided. Police say the parties know each other and the incident was not a random act. Anyone with information should contact Binghamton Police Detectives. Organizers of the Greater Binghamton Air Show say they want to make sure people are aware of how the event is being run this year, which is a little different than in past years. As was previously announced, the show is a drive-in event, and Broome County is continuing to sell tickets for admission of entire vehicles online. The ticket is good for everyone in your vehicle. Tickets are not available for individual people, and there will be no tickets sold at the gate. Tickets can be purchased at www.tickets.binghamtonairshow.com. It is suggested you have your ticket printed out in addition to having it as a screenshot on your phone or other mobile device. It will be scanned when you enter the show ground, so have it ready to move things along. You will be assigned your own private viewing area, but you do not have to stay in your vehicle to watch the show. Spectators can bring a blanket, chairs, or whatever to set up in their purchased viewing area. Spectators can also wander around to visit food vendors as well as military recruiting displays. However, there will not be any static displays or display aircraft this year. During the show, spectators are asked to stay in their designated area and should not move into any vacant spots since those could be filled by stragglers as the show goes on. The following roads will be closed Friday from 2 to 4 and Saturday and Sunday from noon till 4.30 p.m. Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint, Knapp, Kolb, Upper Stella Island, and West Shenango Road. Local traffic will need to seek alternate routes during those closures. It's 738, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. All right, are you ready for some football? Good, because there isn't any. 
But there is baseball back. Anyway, the All-Star Game last night, the American League earned its eighth consecutive All-Star Game victory. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Mike Zunino hit solo homers. Xander Bogarts had two of the American League's nine hits in a 5-2 victory over the National League. American League owns a 46-43-2 lead in the all-time series. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manford says banning or limiting defensive shifts would be an effort to restore Major League Baseball to how it was played before offense was suffocated by analytics. Speaking before the All-Star Game in Denver to the Baseball Writers Association of America, Manford said seven inning doubleheaders and starting extra innings with runners on second base likely will be dropped after this season. He said extending the designated hitter to the National League could be possible. Binghamton Rumble Ponies on the road last night. Game one of a six-game road series against the Altoona Curve. They fell to the curve 6-3. to three. Game two in Altoona tonight. United States Olympic men's basketball team has avoided its first three-game losing streak in an era NBA-eligible players. Uh, Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, each with 17 points. The Americans took control from the outset, beating Argentina 108-80. to in Las Vegas. New York Jets will have eight training camp practices open to fans this summer. The dates include two joint sessions with the Philadelphia Eagles before their preseason game, and the team announced tickets for fans will be free through the team's website beginning Wednesday at 10 a.m. Yeah, football starting in about four weeks preseason. And then it's a 17-game season this year, an extra weekend of football. How about that? I can wait. I'm a big football fan, but it's still kind of early. I don't want to play football right now when I'm still outside swimming and hanging out and barbecuing. At least not yet. Check with me in another month. I might be ready. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News, 743. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Our road conditions okay this morning. Nothing to report, no accidents right now. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast is going to be a mostly sunny day. However, there is a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Low 80s today. Partly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight. Maybe some patchy fog. Lows in the mid 60s. You wake up to some patchy morning fog throughout the area tomorrow. Otherwise, partly sunny. Highs will be in the mid to upper 80s and then mostly sunny on Friday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the upper 80s. Can't rule that out even for the weekend, even though it's going to be mostly cloudy on Saturday, partly sunny on Sunday. Could see some afternoon showers and thunderstorms both days with highs in the low 80s for the weekend. For the air show, hopefully it won't rain too much if it does at all because we want to want people to be able to enjoy the Greater Binghamton Air Show, the airport this weekend. So there'll be some roads that uh, will be, as Kathy mentioned, shut down in certain times. Uh, Friday, of course, uh, road closures will start from 2 to 4 p.m. Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint Road, Knapp Road, Kolb Road, Upper Stella Island Road, and West Shenango Road. And then again, those roads on Saturday and Sunday from noon to 4.30 uh, during the times of the air shows. Right now we're at 65 degrees. It's WNBF First News Binghamton. Good morning, 7. Mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290.
Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. And we welcome you to the show. It's always a busy day uh, around here on Wednesdays for WNBF First News Binghamton. We also have a chance for you to win some tickets to check out Blood, Sweat, and Tears are going to be at Tioga Downs on July 29th. Yes, indeed. And we'll play what we call uh, back-in-the-day trivia. We'll hop in the hot tub time machine, and we'll uh, announce uh, things that happened in the same year, and you tell us exactly when. All right? And uh, we'll give you an opportunity to do that coming up next hour, probably a little bit after 8.30, after Kathy's News. We'll give you three events, three or four events that happened in the same year. You give us the year. We give you a chance to win tickets. You get the year right. You win a pair of tickets to check out Blood, Sweat, and Tears July 29th at Tioga Downs. So we'll be all set for that. So I don't know if you do the e-cigarette thing, but apparently Juul, one of the manufacturers of one of the uh, e-cigarettes, could be in a little bit of trouble. ABC's Jim Ryan. E-cigarette company Juul is staring down an uncertain future. Juul's founders say they created the company to help people quit smoking. But Lauren Etter, investigative journalist and author of The Devil's Playbook, says the technology had a different effect. The danger is that you end up initiating a new generation of nicotine users like teenagers. Now the Food and Drug Administration is considering pulling the company's e-cigarettes off the market, but Etter doesn't think that's likely. So I find... I think it would be highly unlikely for the FDA to pull the biggest e-cigarette maker right now, product right now at a time when they're trying to shift adult smokers away from cigarette smoking. The FDA's final decision is expected in September. As for Juul's fate beyond that... I think that you're going to see a, a lot more innovation in the nicotine market as essentially big tobacco morphs into more of the uh, nicotine industry. With Tech Trends, I'm Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time. Time is 7.51, so uh, it seems like a humane solution for people with pet goldfish they no longer want. Take them to a nearby body of water and set them free. And I'm sure a lot of people have done that. You don't want to flush them down the toilet. But officials in Minnesota say what's good for the goldfish is a bad for state waterways. That's because goldfish can grow to the size of a football and weigh as much as four pounds. That's a big goldfish. What's more, they uh, compete with native species for elbow room below the surface, and often prevail. Yeah, they're as big as a football, right? Snapping up more of their share of food and spurring an increase in algae. In recent tweets, one city urged residents, please don't release your pet goldfish into ponds and lakes. All right. I don't know if you should euthanize them. I'm not telling you to do that. Or flush them down. I don't think you can't flush them down. If they're as big as a football, of course, they grow that way later. But anyway, yeah. All right. That... I'll leave up to your discretion if you are trying to dispose of your pet goldfish. All right? In the meantime, we got fun facts coming up in just a minute. First news big on time. Your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. All right, and listen up, people. You're an idiot! Thank you very much for that. Fun facts. we got five fun facts. We'll see if you think if they're uh, true or if they're balagana. Fun fact number one, bubble wrap. You know what bubble wrap is. Bubble wrap originally intended to be used as seat cushion filler. Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap was originally intended to be used as seat cushions filler. 
Phil the Filler. What do you think? That's baloney. Yeah. Invented actually in 1957, bubble wrap was invented by sealing two shower curtains together with some air pockets, air pockets between it, and it was originally intended to be used as wallpaper. That would be kind of weird-looking wallpaper. Chris, I had some weird-looking wallpaper back then. Bubble wrap. I did not put that together. Fun fact number two, the term blockbuster was created for the movie industry. The movie, or the term blockbuster was created from the movie industry. That's where it came from. What do you think? That's baloney. No, the term blockbuster uh, is going back to large bombs in World War II. Those blockbuster bombs. Uh, But it was used to describe films. The first was Jaws in 1975. First of the summer blockbusters. Fun fact number three, the United Kingdom has the longest official name of any country. The United Kingdom has the longest official name of any country. That's the truth. English people are saying, yep, that's right. Official name, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. That's a mouthful. See why they shortened it to the UK. Fun fact number four, France eats the most donuts per capita of any country. France eats the most donuts per capita of any country. What do you think? That's baloney. No, Canada eats the most donuts per capita of any country. Canada, the leading country in donuts per capita, eating that is. Of course, they have 3,000 Tim Horton restaurants. That could be a major factor up there. It could be. And fun fact number five, catfish have more taste buds than any other animal. Catfish have more taste buds than any other animal. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, they have over 100,000 taste buds, both in their mouth and all over their body. Humans have about 10,000. That's still a lot of buds, man. You know? They have them all over their mouth and body, catfish do. So what, they can taste something on their head? Can you imagine if you did that? And those are your fun facts. Coming up next hour, we'll be talking with UHS for our Stay Young and Healthy segment in Dr. Young's office. Joe Stanley will be calling in for another segment of You and the Law. We'll talk about lawsuits going on and things that are going on around our country and around the world. A lot of bizarre things going on uh, in terms of legal matters. And Joe always has some good ones on that. We'll also give you a chance to win tickets to check out Blood, Sweat, and Tears at Tioga Downs on July 29th. By playing Back in the Day Trivia, we'll hop in the hot tub time machine and give you some events that all happened in the same year. You identify the year, and you win the tickets. And we'll do that a little bit after 830. Uh, And then, of course, we'll wrap things up with our Broom Tioga Workforce Job Report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. Lots of jobs out there right now. People are hiring. I see it all over the place. I see signs all over. People are offering more, employers are offering more money than they ever have to get people to get to work. I see it everywhere. They've been putting it on marquees all over the place, you know. What is going on with people not wanting to work? I don't know if we've ever had this situation before in our country. We've had job shortages. We've had people, and some of you that have been around for many years, some of our older listeners who've been around and may remember the bread lines or may remember. Uh, my dad would remember when uh, they had to stand in line or when they rationed things back in the war days. We didn't have anything, you know. But to have all these jobs, no one wants to work. 
What's up with that? Uh, Kathy, stand by with the latest local headlines, and uh, we'll have another our final hour coming up of First News right here on WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning. It's 8 a.m. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 67 degrees at 8.04. The forecast today, we'll have some more sunshine a little bit later on. 60% chance of afternoon showers or thunderstorms popping up again, though. And a high today in the low 80s. Very humid right now. The dew point is at 66. The federal government's count of the coronavirus dead in New York has 1,100 more victims than the tally that's publicized by the administration of Governor Andrew Cuomo. The governor seems stuck with a far more conservative approach to counting COVID-19 deaths. The discrepancy in the death count has continued to widen this year, according to a review by the Associated Press. New York State's official death count is 43,018, with six deaths that were reported yesterday on the governor's official news website. But the state has provided the federal government with data showing roughly 54,000 people have died with COVID-19 as a cause of or contributing factor to death on the death certificate. Experts say differing death tolls just help fuel public distrust in the nation's pandemic response. Governor Andrew Cuomo says four COVID mass vaccination sites in the state are closing after administering their last shots next week on July 19th. They are in Niagara Falls, Plattsburgh, Utica, and Jones Beach. The Democrat says the state is continuing to downscale operations as progress is being made in fighting the pandemic and attention shifts to localized vaccination efforts. The Binghamton University site in Johnson City is still offering Janssen, Johnson & Johnson shots for walk-ins. The Shenango County Health Department is giving the J&J shot today between 3 and 6 p.m. before bike night at Sebers Tavern. And tomorrow, the Pfizer shot will be available from 4 to 6 at the former label shopper in Norwich. The Broome County Health Department lists the following clinics. Tomorrow, a first-dose Moderna clinic will be at the Broome County Health Department on Front Street in Binghamton from 1 to 3 p.m. Also tomorrow, the J&J single-dose clinic will be available at Trucks on the Tracks at the food truck event from 5 to 7 p.m. at the train depot on Street in Binghamton. Saturday, a J&J single-dose clinic will be at the Deposit Lumberjack Festival from noon until 3 p.m. Next week, July 22nd, the first dose of Moderna will be available at the health department, and a clinic for the single-dose Johnson & Johnson will be at Ross Park Zoo on July 24th. You can go to www.gobroomcounty.com for information and to register. The Delaware County Health Department will hold a single-dose J&J clinic on this Saturday, July 17th, at the Bloomville Fire Department on Scotch Hill Road from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. No appointment or pre-registration is required. WMBF News Time 807. A Tompkins County couple is dead after being swept under a waterfall on the West Branch Cayuga Inlet in the town of Newfield while swimming with children on Monday. Tompkins County Sheriff's officials say 27-year-old Carissa Stone of Newfield and 29-year-old Michael Mayer of Van Etten drowned. The couple's five-year-old child and two related nine-year-olds flagged down a motorist on Newfield Depot Road shortly after 
after 6.30 Monday night. The children told the driver they were swimming with the two adults and Mayer and Stone were swept under the water by the current of the stream. Deputies and first responders located Stone and Mayer and both were pronounced dead. Both deaths have been determined to be accidental. Authorities are reminding people throughout the region to stay away from waterways, especially do not swim in rivers, creeks, and streams that are swollen and running fast due to the recent heavy rain. WMBF News Time 808. Richard David, who has served as mayor of the city of Binghamton for the past seven and a half years, has a new ambition. He's running for the New York State Senate. The Republican made the announcement yesterday, seeking the 52nd district now held by fellow Republican Fred Akshar, who has announced he plans to seek the Republican nomination for Broome County Sheriff next year. The son of the former New York State Senator Thomas Libis, Nick Libis, has said it back in June. He was considering a run for his late five. Former seat. Johnson City Police say there were no injuries after a car ended up ramming into a house in the village last night. Police say a vehicle was traveling on Riverside Drive at around 8 p.m. The vehicle left the road and hit a house at 419 Riverside, causing damage to the home. Authorities had no further information this morning about the extent of that damage. The investigation is underway into just what caused that car to leave Riverside Drive. It's 809 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th from noon till 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com BinghamtonAirShow.com This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Lopke Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton... WNBF. Stay young and healthy. Presented by UHS Primary Care. 507 Main Street, Johnson City. All right, and let's bring in the Dr. Young right now. Good morning, doctor. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing good. You know, uh, it's definitely getting hot out there, and uh, we've had a lot of... It feels almost like Florida. You ever been to Florida? <laughs> yeah, I've been to Florida. <laughs> I try to avoid it in the summer. <laughs> I hear you. You're, smart. You're a smart man for doing that. But let's talk about something that, that we do experience if we're not careful, and that, of course, is heat stroke. Yes, heat stroke, heat exhaustion. Uh, mm-hmm. That is a term we use when your body just cannot keep itself cool uh, and uh, typically happens in these hot summer days uh, and the heat index as you'll sometimes see in the news or, or in the you know online you'll see this thing called the heat index that takes into account the humidity so you've probably noticed that some days it doesn't seem like it's that hot temperature wise but you feel really hot and that's because there's if there's high humidity then your body can't cool itself off because typically that's done by sweating and then as the sweat evaporates from your body it cools you so when it's really humid and hot out there you are at risk for heat stroke or heat exhaustion and typically what you would notice symptom wise would be muscle cramps uh heavy sweating like you would sweat like more than usual uh but then you might actually feel cold uh even though you're sweating and then you can get weakness confusion sometimes you get dizzy or get a headache those are signs you know, early on that you could be having uh, running into heat stroke or heat exhaustion where your body just can't keep itself cool enough. 
Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've heard people say too, doctor, that that they do get cold. All of a sudden, yeah. they feel like cold. Exactly, so, they're sweating, but they end up feeling cold when they're actually. That's just your body's uh, temperature regulation system is is confused over what's going on. So, what are some of the things we should do to prevent this from happening? Well, get out of the sun. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a good one. one. And you find shade. You know, an umbrella. Sometimes, like if you're. I'm a golfer, so sometimes I'll just put my umbrella up just to keep the sun off of me, mm-hmm. um, even though, you know, uh, it's not raining out. But uh, that, that can really help. But drinking plenty of water, you know, staying hydrated, because as your body is sweating excessively to try to keep itself cool, you start becoming dehydrated, and that can uh, c- uh, complicate the whole matter. Um, but try to avoid drinks that have a lot of caffeine in it. Uh, you know, the sports drinks that have a lot of caffeine, that's not really good um you know if you're trying to uh, keep yourself hydrated um and then you know you you know things you can do is is, uh your outdoor activities if you do it in the morning or in the evening when it's cooler that can really help yeah those are good points too doctor you know a lot of people have said that they're they're out doing things and they don't even realize that they've been outside for a lengthy amount of time and all of a sudden it just creeps up on you so being conscious of that obviously is a good thing and if people are interested in uh in maybe having uh uhs primary care in johnson city as their their physicians what's the i know you guys are accepting new patients so how can they do that yeah, we're taking new patients. Give us a call at uh, 763-6075 or stop in the office. We're on at 507 Main Street in Johnson City, just down the road from uh, Wilson Hospital. Um, yeah, give us a call. We're open uh, 8.30 in the morning till uh, 5, but then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, we're open until 8 p.m., so we have uh, evening hours, which uh, can be really convenient for people that work. Yeah, and everybody should have a primary care physician, folks. So if you don't have one, UHS Primary Care in Johnson City would love to have you. Well, thank you for the uh, for the recommendation. We would love to have more more patients come our way. Not, uh, we not opening. We call that a cheap, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> but you but you guys have a great reputation. So hopefully, people okay. will call you. And Dr. Young, thanks for uh, giving us some information on heat strokes and heat uh, advisories as we get into this warmer month. And well, look, you're welcome. We want to keep everybody healthy out there. Stay young and healthy, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, have a great week. I look right. forward to talking thanks. to you guys next week. Thanks. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye now. Dr. Young from UHS Primary Care in Johnson City, 763-6075 is their number, and they are accepting new patients. So if you don't have a primary care physician, hit them up. They'll be glad to help. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, uh, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an un imaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290. Welcome 
back, Don Giovanni. Thank you, Doug Mosier. So good to be back. I'm here with a great morning man. I'm a morning man. Bill Flynn's a morning man, too. we got morning men all over the studio. You'd think we'd cancel each other out, but we don't. And we've got some great shows on the weekend, including right. your shows. That's right. I'm back in the saddle again. again. Every Saturday night from 6 to 9, you, me, and old blue eyes, Frank Sinatra. And every Sunday, following Bill Flynn's legendary poker show from noon to 3, we have a big old-fashioned Italian house party with good-time Italian oldies. So put the water on, make some macaroni, have dinner with the Don. That's me, old brown eyes, Sinatra, old blue eyes, and you, Doug Moser. Yeah, me, old bloodshot eyes. Weekday mornings, 5.39 with Kathy White. And Don Giovanni on the weekends. And Bill Flynn, the legend. News Radio 1290, WN. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290. You and the law with Joe Stanley, presented by the Stanley Law Offices on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we bring him in once again, my favorite segment of the week, You and the Law. It's Joe Stanley. Hey, Joe. Hi, Doug. How are you? I'm doing good. A lot of things going on in the news. I don't know where you come up with some of this stuff, but it's always it's always interesting. And it's scary. I, I, I don't even want to read the news anymore sometimes. Well, so it, scary. it is. You know, and my wife's going to be traveling with my granddaughter in a couple of weeks. They're going to be flying. And we talk about American Airlines and what's going on with these unruly passengers. I don't, you know, well, we had the one, the woman who tried to open the the, the, the door in flight, which is probably not a good idea. No. Flight attendants had to tackle her and then tape her to the seat. I actually just saw the pictures this morning. You know, I, I'm glad they taped her to the seat. I yeah. might have done more if somebody tried to open the plane door when I, if they were the, if I was in the emergency room and somebody tried to do that, I might not just try to tape them to their seat. Yeah. Because you're trying to kill me. That's <laughs> right. Really, Oh, uh, and then there was another flight that they, as it was landing in Miami, all the passengers were told to put their hands on their heads, go out in, in order. They took the plane to another hangar, and they apparently there was a huge security threat, they thought, anyways. So that must have been a lot of fun, too. You know, I can't even imagine that. I mean, that that is, it, it, again, we've talked about this before. People are, are nervous anyway when they fly, and then you got to go through all that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've been on some interesting flights. And, but that, not that interesting, and I'd rather stay away. I don't want somebody trying to open the door, and I don't want to be in a, a high-security risk flight. No, I don't want that. Yeah. And then there's uh, the the some of the cases of uh, some of the sketchiness going on in some of these private schools and uh, padding the enrollments. Yeah, I mean, charter schools are, you know, authorized by the state, but they're private. And mm-hmm. in Indiana, the attorney general there was a, a private 
charter school closed down two of the schools and they're being sued for $150 million for fraud because they were padding enrollments and, and paying contractors, really paying themselves. And, you know, that's an issue with charter schools because they're not regulated the same as, as regular school districts and school boards. They're kind of like a private company. And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> People always find ways to get around the system. So, what they do with somebody like that? They just shut, they would heavily fine them or shut him shut them down? Well, they got to try to ch- track the money down. You know, mm-hmm. the people who got all this money were private investors or the people who set it up. And, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the question is: Is there criminal charges if you get if you get enough information? Ah, interesting. Okay, and here's another case. And we talk about uh, the hashtag Me Too movement, but this guy's a gynecologist, right? UCLA just settled this claim for this one gynecologist for his sexual abuse of fondling and all various other things he did as a gynecologist from 1983 to 2018. Do you think that maybe over those years somebody might have filed a complaint that they ignored? I mean, I presume that's why they paid so much. I mean, but that's... That's uh, forty years almost. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know. I understand some people probably would didn't want to wouldn't want to be in the news. They might be a little embarrassed about it. But I mean, with all those people and all those years, you're right. You know. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, it's just a sad situation. I, I, you know, there's a lot of things that goes on with the medical review system that I, you know, I handle medical malpractice cases, and mm-hmm. you know, and a part of the issue is it's the ten percent that don't get regulated that cause a lot of the problems, and that uh, you know, the, it's the way it is. Yeah, it should be a lot better. Unfortunately, a few bad apples, you know. Um, and then the, there's, th- and I was unaware of this. We talked last week about uh, some of the Amazon devices in the home, but this has to do with bandwidth, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in your home. No, apparently they set up a set called Amazon Network Sidewalk, and apparently it taps into you as you're walking by, and you have it into your bandwidth on your phone, so they can set up a network. Uh, Free. I mean, you're not. You don't have a choice when they tap into you. And it. And, and I guess there's two questions. A. They're use. Are they using it for free to set up a network for everybody to use? And B. How secure really is that? Uh, if, if someone could hack into my and get my bandwidth for free as I'm walking down the street, is my phone even that secure I, that makes me nervous and apparently apple has a similar thing i you know this this whole privacy thing and i think there's a lot of things going on we're not even aware of and this is one of them and that's yeah. what generated this lawsuit i'm sure of it you know and it, and it does you know you see it all the different hacks that are going on from different countries and, and uh, you wonder how much how much damage they really can do outside of taking your personal information they probably could even plant things in your computer and sabotage you you know yeah, and they were, and you know, we talked about there. You know, all these devices are becoming smart devices, and if they can hack our smart devices, they can just, you know, yeah. pretty soon my computer will just tell me it's not going to work for me anymore unless I pay it money. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Amazing, you know. Uh, so all, we also have uh, the recall on the, the airbags again from GM pickups. Is that? Yeah, I guess there was an announcement: four hundred thousand pickups because of exploding airbags. Uh, you know, they're they're been. It, this is a different issue with airbags. They've been serious with the Takata airbags, and I'm not sure that has even all been resolved. But this is a different one. So if you get a if you get a recall notice about these things, you really should because it may not happen much. But if you have an exploding airbag, that could be a real big deal. Yeah, yeah. So if you get one of those letters or you know a call from uh, your 
your dealer make sure you, you take that in and get it fixed and also this is kind of uh, it's kind of common now we have a lot of things going on the world is on edge with uh, lots of different racial issues but this one it was in the pepsi company Yep, and right up the street here in Syracuse, uh, the Syracuse Pepsi facility, there was a claim of racial discrimination and then also uh, a claim of retaliation against two white co-workers that supported the racial discrimination claim. They said they were fired because they supported them, and so that actually made the national news. I mean, it was on, I read about it, and then I saw it in the national news, and uh so yeah. it reminded me, uh, geez, you know, yeah, it's, that's not the way to make the news, but hey. no, it's uh, but it's a big issue in, in, especially in our country right now, Joe, if, uh, if people are interested in hiring you, if they need you to represent them or they need uh, advice from you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Sure. You can go to stanleylawoffices.com. You can call 1-800-608-3333 or my email is joe at stanleylawoffices.com. And as always, we appreciate you. Stanley Law, together they will get you the maximum awards. We look forward to having another segment next Wednesday. Thanks, Doug. Have a great day. All right. Joe Stanley from Stanley Law with you and the law. And uh, we'll be checking in with Kathy coming up in just a minute for uh, the latest local news. WNBF First News Time 8. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 67 degrees at 830. The forecast for today. Got sunshine this morning. A 60% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms and a high in the low 80s. Very muggy. The dew point is at 66 right now. An Afghan official says a high-powered Afghan government delegation is to meet with the Taliban in Qatar to jumpstart a long-stalled peace process. The delegation is to include the head of the country's Reconciliation Council. The Taliban are to bring their senior leaders to the table when the two sides meet, possibly Friday. Meanwhile, Afghan's former president on Tuesday urged young people not to leave the country, addressing the attempts by thousands of Afghans to settle abroad because of anxiety about the future in the capital of Kabul an explosion killed four people and wounded 11. Former U.S. President George W. Bush has criticized the Western withdrawal from Afghanistan in an interview with a German broadcaster. He says he fears that Afghan women and girls will suffer unspeakable harm. Asked in an interview with German international broadcaster Deutsche Wells released today whether the withdrawal was a mistake, Bush replied, quote, you know, I think it is, yeah, because I think the consequences are going to be unbelievably bad. The war in Afghanistan began under Bush in 2001. The withdrawal of U.S. and NATO troops set in motion earlier this year by current President Joe Biden is now nearing completion. WMBF News Time 832. Broome County Emergency Services officials report no new washouts due to heavy rain overnight, but a portion of Route 17 West near Vestal was shut down for an hour early today after a tree fell across the road. That was in the area of Exit 67. A civilian with a chainsaw helped to remove the obstruction. Uh, that was reported about 3.40 this morning. At least one lane of travel restored around 4.30, and the rest reopened a few minutes later. Tioga County reported numerous trees and limbs down overnight, but those had all been cleared up. 
New York State Electric and Gas right now at the latest update at 823 a.m. Say Broome County has 234 customers without power, 140 in Shenango County, 33 in Cortland County, and in Tioga County, 422 customers are still without power in Tioga County. The majority of those without power are in the town of Barton. And NYSEG is saying in Barton and Waverly, they are still assessing when they may get power back on. Last night's Free Broom Bands Together concert had to be postponed. It's rescheduled for August 24th. And the American Red Cross this week opened a shelter for flood-displaced residents. The shelter is located in the Recreation Center within the St. Mary's Complex at 152 to 156 Holly Street in Binghamton. WMBF First News Time, 8.33. A man and a woman have drowned after being swept under a waterfall in a creek in the Ithaca area while three young children at the site with them tried to get help. According to a news release from the Tompkins County Sheriff's Office, 27-year-old Carissa Stone of Newfield and 29-year-old Michael Mayer of Van Etten were in the water of the West Branch Cayuga Inlet in Newfield on Monday evening. Authorities say one person was swept under the waterfall and the other person tried to rescue the first and was swept under by the current as well. They say the five-year-old child of the couple and two nine-year-old children related to them were at the scene and flagged down a motorist to try to get some help. City of Binghamton police investigators say the man who was shot in a Binghamton neighborhood this week will survive. Police received a report of a man with a gun near the Saratoga Terrace apartment complex about 8 p.m. Monday and then advised that shots had been fired. Police found an injured man on Dewey Avenue. He was taken to the hospital for treatment of three gunshots. Police have not released a description of the suspect. They say the parties know each other and the incident was not a random act. Anyone with information is asked to call detectives at Seven seven two seven zero eight zero. Organizers of the Greater Binghamton Air Show say they want to make sure people are aware how the event is being run this year since it is a bit different. As previously announced, the show is a drive-in event and Broome County is continuing to sell tickets for admission of entire vehicles online. The ticket is good for everyone in the vehicle. Tickets are not available for individuals and there will be no tickets sold at the gate. It suggested you have your ticket printed out in addition to having it as a screenshot on your mobile device. It will be scanned when you enter the showgrounds, have it ready so things move swiftly. You will be assigned your own private viewing area, but you do not have to stay in your vehicle to watch the show. Spectators can bring a blanket, chairs, or whatever to set up in their purchased viewing space. Spectators can also wander around to visit food vendors as well as military recruiting displays. However, there will not be any static displays or display aircraft this year. During the show, spectators are asked to stay in their designated area and should not move into any vacant spots since those could be filled by stragglers as the show goes on. The following roads will be closed Friday from 2 to 4 and Saturday and Sunday from noon to 4.30 p.m. Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint, Knapp, Kolb, Upper Stella, Ireland, and West Shenango Road. All local traffic will need to seek alternate routes. It's 8.36, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. And good morning to you. It's also Workforce Wednesdays here. And every Wednesday, we talk to uh, members and people associated with the Broomtauga Workforce Career Center uh, out in uh, the Oakdale Mall location. With us right now, though, from Cornell Cooperative Extension is Holly Tracy. She is the uh, program lead for what we're going to talk about. Good morning, Tracy. 
Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me this morning. You are more than welcome. I know that Cornell Cooperative Extension uh, has created a great synergy with uh, the workforce and different people in our community. So you've got something called Career Bound. Give us a little introduction to that. Sure, absolutely. So Career Bound has been in existence for about 20 years, and we are a partnership with Tiger Workforce. Um, so we work with young adults who are 18 to 24 years old who are out of school who are looking to move forward in their career. So we do some classes here at Cornell Cooperative. So typically they're right around four weeks. Um, where individuals are learning some of those soft skills, you know, how to show up on time to the um, job interview, how to show up on time to work, but also really honing in on some of those um, career exploration components, you know, creating resumes and cover letters really working on that interview technique, you know, working on tell me about yourself because that's typically one of the hardest questions that's asked in an interview. So we really hone in on those, and we also offer a really awesome customer service training that's nationally recognized, um, and that is part of the 12 weeks as well. And we do incentivize our program. So individuals that come to our program and they put in all the time each week can actually get some gift cards and bus passes, you know, Things to really um, help them get some of the things that they need for employment. So our relationship with Broom Tiger Workforce, um, you know, we, we have the ability to do some of those on-the-job trainings with our young adults. So, you know, Workforce helps us, you know, connect with some of the businesses in the area to get our youth employed. Yeah, you know, and customer service is so important. Uh, there are so many different parts to that. People even working from home uh, deal with the public as well. So that's a, that's a good point. It's a good uh, training point to to uh, get people kind of acclimated to. Uh, in addition to that, I know Cornell Cooperative Extension does a lot of things in our community. Let's talk about some of the other things you do. Sure, absolutely. So we are kind of like the hidden gem in the community, right? So like that hidden little secret. So we have a lot of really great programming here at Cornell Cooperative. So, you know, we have agriculture, so ag in the classroom. They go into the schools to educate. We have horticulture, excuse me, where we have, you know, at least 50 to 75 to 100 master gardeners that come in every Tuesday to beautify our gardens that we have here on site. We have a nutrition department that, you know, our young adults here in CareerBound actually utilize the nutrition department because it's really important to fuel your body so you can get moving through the day, so you can mm-hmm. get through your work day. Um, we also have um, some, some other youth development, uh, parenting, and um, I, I did say horticulture. So there's so much that we have um, here at Extension. And, and Holly, if people are interested in career-bound and enrolling in that program or getting into it, what's the best way to do that? They can actually get a hold of me. Um, my number is 760 all right, you can call Tracy, call Cornell, Cornell Cooperative Extension if you like, and, and ask for her as well. And um, we've got the. Are you guys hiring? Are you going to be at the job fair as well? Um, we personally are not currently hiring, but we are going to be at the Grand Slam Job Fair at the Marabito Stadium this coming Tuesday, July twentieth, from four thirty to six thirty. So I personally will be at the registration table along with Workforce New York. Um, and we had a job fair there uh, last week, but unfortunately the weather, you know, kind of cut it short. So we're really hoping that the sun is going to be shining this Tuesday from 430 to 630 so that we can, you know, meet with some uh, program, uh, actually not program, but job seekers, but also meet with employers and things of that nature. All right, so make sure you swing by. And if you see Trace, uh, Holly Tracy, you can ask her about career bound there, even if you'd like to as well. Thank you so much for um 
for coming on and talking to us about the, the Career Bound program. It sounds like a really nice program, and hopefully people will take advantage of it. Yes, absolutely. There's just so much that we offer. So we, you can find us on uh, Facebook as well. All so right. Careerbound BC is where you can find more information, so more about the on-the-job training and our classes. And, Tracy, that, your phone number again if people want to talk about Careerbound. Sure, absolutely. 760-2568. All right. Holly Tracy, Program Lead for Careerbound from Cornell Cooperative Extension. Thanks for talking with us. Hope we can catch up again sometime down the road. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye now. Thanks. All right. It is. Uh, we've got tickets to Blood, Sweat, and Tears. They're going to be at Tioga Downs July 29th. And we're going to do Remember When Trivia. I'll give you some This is coming right up. Uh, we'll give you uh, events that happen in a certain year. You tell us the year. You get the tickets. That's coming right up in just a minute here. WNBA First News Time. Blood, sweat, and tears will be at Tioga Downs July 29th at 8 p.m. We have tickets to the show, and we're going to play what we call Remember When Trivia. We'll hop in the hot tub time machine, which takes us back to a certain year. We'll give you some events that happened in that year. You give us the year. We give you the tickets. 772-1290 is the number. Let's do it up. Kind of murky this morning here on the water. All these events happen in the same year. The U.S. enters the Vietnam War. Chubby Checker and the Twist start a new dance craze. John F. Kennedy wins the presidential election. And the top movies for that year, The Swiss Family Robinson and Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Oh yeah, the top song, theme from a summer place, Percy Fate. All of those events happened in what year? Chubby Checker and the Twist start a new dance craze. U.S. enters the Vietnam War. John F. Kennedy wins the presidential election. Swiss Family Robinson and Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho are the top movies of that year. And a theme from the summer place, Percy Faith, was the number one song. All right. got to reach over through the time machine here. It's kind of wet here in the water. Let me dry off my hands. And we'll go to the phone lines right now. And hello, WNBF. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Krista Binghamton. Hi, Kristen. Do you know what year all those events happened? Oh, it's, <laughs> I think it's before my time. Well, take um, a guess. I'm going to, I'm thinking like maybe towards late 60s. Do you got a year? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go in the middle. How about 65? All right. No, it's not 1965. <laughs> but nice try, though. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, Kristen. All right, we're going to move on to a next caller. Hi, WNBF. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Nick, and I live in Binghamton. What's your first name? Nick. Oh, Nick. All right, Nick, do you know what year all those events happened? I'm guessing 1960. You are guessing right. Oh, right. 19, 1960, Nick. You're absolutely right. Uh, was the year also aluminum cans were used for the first time? 
beautiful, and I collect those. Do you remember those cans that used to have the tab? You had to you actually pull the tab off. Yes, I remember all those cans. Yes, but even before that, remember we used to have to cut the holes in the cans too. Well, I don't remember that. <laughs> one on each side and one on the other one for the air. But anyway, Nick, hang on the line so I can get some information from you. You've got tickets to check out Blood, Sweat, and Tears July 29th at Tioga Downs. I love those guys. I saw them at the arena years ago. They're awesome. I saw them at the State Fear a while back, too. Nick, hang on the line. I'll get some information from you and uh, get your tickets for you, okay? Thank you. All right, you bet. Hang on. All right. We'll do it again tomorrow, folks. we got more tickets to give away, so we'll do it again tomorrow. Remember when trivia, WNBF First News Time, 7. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. You know, talking about uh, the Remember When trivia, it's very easy when you know the answer. But when you're you're trying to guess... A particular year based on all the different events, sometimes it's not as easy. That's why I try to do, I probably shouldn't even tip you off on this, but we don't really want to make it super hard. But I usually try to, to uh, put in uh, when the president, uh, when the president wins the election, it's different than when he is actually sworn in. Because yesterday I got somebody on, uh, the year was 1977. And I think I said Jimmy Carter was sworn in as president. Well, he won the election in 76, but he wasn't sworn in until 77 uh, when, uh, uh, inauguration day comes in, whatever. So anyway, yeah, you know, and it, it's it's easy for me because I know the answer. So anyway, uh, if you didn't get it, don't feel bad. We've got more tickets tomorrow to give away to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears at Tioga Downs on July 29th. By the way, tickets are available if you're interested in going to the show. Great facility down there. I love it down there. And there's always, it's spaced out really nice. Nice thing, too, is you can make a day of it. You want to get out a little early, get something to eat. If you want to hit the casinos, you can do that as well. And then the uh, concert starts at 8. You're right there. Plenty of parking. You know, make a night of it. She deserves it, right? Take take her out on a date. Or take him out on a date if you uh, want to do something nice for your significant other. And go check out Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And hopefully many more shows to come. It's really nice to see that uh, they're starting to open things up again and we're starting to be able to see uh, things. We've got our Binghamton on Tab event, which is going to be coming up on September September 18th, I believe it is. And uh, tickets are available. i got to get more. There's more information. Uh, I will uh, we'll get that information for you. It should be in here. Let's see. I, don't, I was looking to see if we had a... Picture up there. Maybe I have it. Maybe I have it here. Let's see. Let me check here. Mm, check. I know we had the information. I was supposed to put it in. But anyway, it's a beer tasting event. All kinds of IPAs, all kinds of different types. And I think they used to have ciders uh, as part of that as well. And it's going to be at the Broom County Fairgrounds this year. So uh, if you're, you know, if you're into different and i like the ipa beers i really enjoy that some people don't like them but they have all kinds it's not just the just the ipis ipas rather so uh let's see let me find it here mm-hmm. okay you know these email threads driving me nuts you know anyway it's coming up in september on july 19th i mean july 19th september 18th at the Broom County Fairgrounds. And uh, tickets are available. Oh, I got it right here.
tickets are available. And I'm looking to see where they are available. Boy, these are weird. It's a good thing I got Mr. Music Man in the background here distracting you, you know? <laughs> uh, I guess we'll probably have to tell you tomorrow. If you go to our website, WNBF.com, which I should have done, I'm a bonehead, but all the information would be right there for you. If you're interested, Binghamton on tap. And we didn't do it last year, obviously. A lot of things weren't done last year. So again, want to thank... Um, our guests this morning, Karen Sweet O'Neill from KSO Insurance Solutions for our tip of the week. The Miller Auto Team, as always, Dr. Young and UHS Primary Care in Johnson City for the Stay Young and Healthy segment. We also want to thank Joe Stanley from the Stanley Law Offices and Holly Tracy from Cornell Cooperative Extension, Broom Tiger Workforce New York for the Career Bound Program, talking about uh, the uh, big job fair coming up on the 20th. Be next week at Marabado Stadium from 4.30 to 6.30 in the afternoon. I'm sure they're going to have all kinds of jobs available. All the employers will be there. You can talk to them personally. If you know somebody that's looking for a job, send them. Lots of openings. I'm surprised more people aren't getting back to work. It's starting to move up a little bit, but we certainly would like to see more people get back to work again. And we have a job fair, too, that's going to be coming up a little bit later on this summer. It's called the Binghamton Back to Work Job Fair. It's actually going to be August 25th. More information on that at WNBF.com. So we'll do it again tomorrow as we get ready for uh, WNBF First News Binghamton again. Binghamton Now with Bob Joseph is next, followed by the Dan Bongino Show, Hannity, Levin, Bachelor, Red Eye Radio. We get to do it again tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. On behalf of Kathy White and myself, I'm Doug Mosier. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com.